The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat, give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. The Gospel of the Lord. Needless to say, today's gospel is one of the most radical teachings of Jesus. It's contained in the Sermon on the Mount. And it's radical because we look at our own interior dispositions and it seems contrary to what we want. We don't take wrongs lightly. If someone wrongs us, we want justice. We want retribution. So this teaching of Jesus invites us to a radical conversion. The first way of that conversion is to see life from a totally different perspective. Our context is the new heavens and the new earth. Yes, we're called to build the kingdom of God, and it begins here on earth, but it ends in our true home in heaven. This requires a seismic paradigm shift in the way that we think, in the way that we act. We are strangers, as Paul says, sojourners in this world, and particularly today in our culture. It is possible to think this way when we consider that everything is from God, belongs to God, and is for us in this new heavens and new earth. This is how St. Paul thought when he was in ministering, he always had that eternal perspective in mind. That's why he was able to endure what he did endure. In that first reading, notice how it begins. Paul says, brothers and sisters, as we work together with God, we urge you not to accept the grace of God in vain. So it begins in God's grace. God is giving us the power to make this shift, to bring us to a whole new way of looking at life from an eternal perspective. That's why he says, see now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Grace is always available to us, but we have to make that decision to open our hearts and then be converted. Paul did this in two ways. First of all, he accepted his suffering and he endured a lot as we hear in today's first reading. He says, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way through great endurance, afflictions, hardships, calamities, labors, sleepless nights, and hunger. We're called to do that as well, maybe not to the degree of St. Paul, but we don't know the future. What we do know is when we live out Christ in a time and in an age when the teachings of Christ are not accepted as much as they should, we will face persecution and some of the afflictions that Paul did. But notice the second thing he says, not just sufferings, but also as servants of God, we have commended ourselves by purity. 
knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech. In other words, the virtuous life. That's what we're called to, the virtuous life. And again, it comes from grace. And he says, by the power of God, with weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, ill repute and good repute. So those are the two aspects, accepting suffering, doing so with a virtuous life. That combination is powerful. That's why Paul had such a dramatic effect in his own day. Paul's attitude was that, yes, I'm giving up a comfortable life, but I'm going to receive everything in the end. Having nothing yet possessing everything is the way he ends that first reading. And this was the opinion of many of the saints as well. The primary example would be John of the Cross, one of the most outstanding spiritual and ascetic saints in the history of the church. In one of his poems of praise, he breaks out in a great rhapsody. And I'm going to quote from one of his poems. The trees are mine, the hills are mine, the animals are mine. Mine is the mother of God, mine are the angels and the saints. And he goes on and on and on. Now what's he saying there? He's looking ahead. He's looking to the new heavens and the new earth. In his own life, St. John of the Cross suffered much and lived very sparsely, detached from many things, but he knew where he was headed. And in the end, all was from God, belonged to God, but would be given to the saints. It would be all his in the new heavens and the new earth. When we adopt that attitude, then today's gospel doesn't seem all that radical. Yes, we can forgive. Yes, we can endure suffering for the sake of the gospel. Yes, we can give to everyone who begs from us and not refuse anyone who wants to borrow, to turn the other cheek, to love our enemies, those who persecute us. That's the radical teaching, but placed in that eternal perspective, our true home forever and ever, then it makes it seem quite reasonable. So with that, let us praise the Lord as the psalmist does. We'll sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have won victory. May that be ours now and in the rest of our life, knowing where we're headed, a new heavens and a new earth.